For those of you who don't know me, my name is Bria Stevens, and I'm the director here of Children and Youth Ministries. And two weeks ago, we had the joy of having almost 30 kids with us for Vacation Bible Camp. And this morning, I'll be telling you about some highlights from that week. Please pray with me before I begin. Loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing to you as we listen for your voice, as we seek to find new and creative ways to be like Christ in your world. In your name, amen. I can't think of a better person to begin a sermon about Vacation Bible Camp but quoting Irma Bombeck. For those of you unfamiliar with Bombeck's work, she was a humorist and women's rights activist in the 1970s and 80s. She spoke and wrote about her life as a wife and mother of three children. From Bombeck, we get some sage advice, nuggets of wisdom and gems about children. Like, when my kids become wild and unruly, I use a nice, safe playpen. When they're finished, I climb out. (laughs) And my favorite, onion rings in car cushions do not improve with time. Bombeck truly understood the playful spirit and challenging nature of children. And I think her love for children and her special reverence for humor and laughter contributed to her understanding of spirituality. I encountered this quote from Irma Bombeck as I was planning our vacation Bible camp this summer. It's changed the way I think about our role as Christ's servants. She writes... When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left, and I could say, I've used everything you gave me. Our Old Testament reading from Micah this morning reminds us that we are called by God for a purpose, to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. A verse our children learned in Vacation Bible Camp as we looked for ways to serve others by sticking our necks out. The New Testament passage that Cheryl so beautifully read from Romans gives us more specific instructions about how to answer God's call by loving genuinely, being patient, rejoicing, praying, living peaceably with all, and meeting the needs of others, even our enemies. But the ways we rejoice... The ways we love and pray and serve are vast and diverse. We are not all called to serve in the same way. We are not all called to serve the same groups of people. It's easy sometimes to compare ourselves to others, to the Mother Teresas and Martin Luther King Juniors of the world and other holy people, and throw up our hands, knowing we can never be that selfless or that driven. When I think of the incredible work that goes on in this church, in Grace Garden with Sid, with Clara and Wanda Kennedy and what they do for the homeless in our community, I could be sad that I don't possess those same skills, that grace and ease with talking with the homeless community, with practicing radical hospitality in the exact same ways they do. Or I can praise God for their gifts, the gifts they bring the gifts that are their calling, 
Their interests and desires, their personalities and life experiences, both the good and the bad, have led them to ministry with the homeless. I look at the incredible giraffe that Mark McCarthy made, and I know that not many of us could do anything like that with our hands. And we are all awed by such a beautiful gift for Vacation Bible Camp. We need to recognize in ourselves what our unique contribution to the world will be. We need to challenge ourselves to discover it and practice it, allowing for growth and change throughout the various seasons of our lives. As we seek for new ways to serve others, we must be conscious and self-aware. We must use our individual strengths, our unique talents and spiritual gifts, our hobbies and interests, and even our unique weaknesses in order to stick our neck out for others. God uses each and every part of us. Nothing is wasted. Our vacation Bible camp was broken down into different rotations or sessions in hopes of meeting the different needs and interests of the children in our program and the various ways we learn. Our theme revolved around giraffes. We can learn a lot about our unique calling to serve from both giraffes and our children in their vacation Bible camp experiences. Marion Burnham taught kindergarten for years and years and years, and she knows so many facts about giraffes and had all of her giraffe curriculum from when she taught, just ready to go in the box. She even had a whole puppet project just ready to go. So she taught us a few really interesting things. And one of them, I think, is a lovely metaphor for the different spiritual gifts we bring. I didn't know this before, but giraffes have different patterns which help scientists and biologists locate them in different parts of Africa. We all possess these different patterns on our fur, if you will, of ways that enable us to serve in special and unique ways. We also learned that giraffe tongues can be 20 inches long. (laughs) They're black, uh, so the sun doesn't burn their tongues, which is interesting. As we learn to serve others, we must start with scripture. Our children at Vacation Bible Camp encountered people in the Bible who served one another. In godly play with John and Alice, we learned about Ruth and Naomi, Noah, the woman at the well, the widow who gave everything she had, and the friends who lowered their friend to Jesus to be healed. Ruth and Naomi Noah and the widow were so very different from one another. Ruth and Naomi may not have had the skills to build an ark, no more than Noah could survive being separated from his family. Yet each one had an important role. They had the specific skills needed to fill God's plan for the world. When we read about other pilgrims in the Bible, we ask ourselves, where do we belong in this larger story of God's kingdom? Before we can help others, though, we must remember to take care of ourselves. Often, as caretakers, we can burn ourselves out and forget that God calls us to practice kindness to our own bodies. 
Without cultivating and preserving our energy and strength, we are no good to anyone else. So Terry Wagner, as you can see here, used her vocation and led the kids through yoga. Rita Lundeen did the most amazing thing by stecking her neck out for me. She made me a special lunch every day of Vacation Bible Camp Week, which was so special. I was running back and forth um, to American River College to teach my summer class in between Vacation Bible Camp, and I tried to make this new commitment to eat healthy, and so she made that possible for me um, that week. It was much appreciated. Christine Wise and Kristen Tabo did a nutrition session with our kids. Kristen Tabo works um, in nonprofits in public relations, and Christine Wise has her PhD in nutrition and teaches at the community colleges in the area. And so they were the perfect pair to really share that information with our kids. They made smoothies with kale and blueberries, and they were delicious. The kids loved them, as you can see. Once that got started, then everybody wanted a picture of the smoothie mustache. We, all of us, you and I, belong in God's plan. Art and play allow us to explore that plan and personally experience God with our hands in addition to our minds and hearts. When we doodle or write or play outside, we are able to listen and concentrate on God's voice in new ways. Here are some of the ways our children created and played in Vacation Bible Camp. Paul came in and did an amazing creative writing rotation with the kids. Beth is a professional writer, and she put together these different strips of paper that they could pull out of envelopes, which had new directions that their stories about helping others and their stories about giraffes could go. We had giraffes in Audacia's story climbing the Eiffel Tower and speaking French. <laughs> there were lots of things on those strips of paper that exploded, math books, toasters, there's Zoe, concentrating. This one says, it all began when the stuffed frog exploded. <laughs> Teo. Marion had the puppet cutouts from 20 years ago ready to go for these awesome hand puppets. We made ephorigs, which if you look at the word, is the word giraffe spelled backwards. So we talked about how ephorigs do not serve God or each other. So they're very mean. Scary. 
purple. There's Teddy, he was so into baseball. All the kids were really excited about baseball this summer. Kids are not the only ones who should be able to daydream and draw and tell stories and hit softballs. Art and play can teach us older folks about ourselves too, if we're brave enough to try and to embrace play. According to Sybil Macbeth, author of this awesome book called Praying in Color, playfulness takes us to a place of honesty and allows us to temporarily drop our external personas. Art and play can remove the barriers that adults put between ourselves and God. Barriers which may include our fear of failure or inadequacy or a comparison to others who possess different skills and different challenges that we face. Sid, bless her heart, I told her I owe her a Hawaiian vacation, worked three days in the garden with the kids doing different things, and they had a blast. We had pretty cool weather for the summer, too. Grace Garden is such an important ministry of this church, feeding so many Dan Ray, who works at the Delta Stewardship Council, came out to teach us some ways to conserve water in this drought. We learned about washing only full loads of laundry, collecting rainwater for garden work, and reducing water in the bathtub by doing things like turning off the shower while you soap up. Biologist Jennifer Charles Tollerup spent a day with the kids talking about world hunger and then they went out into the garden and harvested. We brought in cans that day for Feed My Sheep. I love that picture. <laughs> Resting in the shade. We made cookies on the first day of the week for Grace and Action, who come here to eat uh, lunch every Monday. And Julia Newcomb and Mary Phillip helped the kids bake chocolate chip cookies. The cooking was a big hit. I kept asking if that's because of the eating or the actual cooking process, but I think both. Our zoo came back again. They brought an alligator. I guess a baby alligator, a turtle, and this infamous Abby the armadillo who had quite the personality, I hear. Interestingly, too, in the Davis Enterprise, um, there was an article about how giraffes at the Sacramento Zoo do not have enough greens to eat, and they don't want to give them pellets because the pellets don't add much fun or interest to their diet. So if you have acacia trees or other kinds of trees, they're asking for branches to be donated to the zoo. What a perfect serendipitous thing to have happen during our Vacation Bible Camp Week. As you can see through Feed My Sheep and Grace Garden, at Vacation Bible Camp, we served in ways that you can serve through the ministries of this church. 
There are wonderful and important ways to serve out in the community, but we also have so many ministries here that we're blessed with that you can get involved in. When you serve with others, you form and strengthen relationships and have fun in such a different, meaningful way. I love it every year when the kids are already excited and looking forward to and planning next summer's Vacation Bible Camp. This is Zoe and her friend um, Haley. Haley is Georgine's daughter, or excuse me, granddaughter from Georgia, and they're pen pals now. See, we didn't have any fun at all the entire week. And then we ended, as Audacia was saying, with a picnic lunch on the lawn. It was just a really nice moment of fellowship. Alice Harvey had made incredible snacks for the week, and then she surprised us all with popsicles the last day. My hope for each one of our children is my hope for each one of us that we may never stop learning about ourselves and growing in our relationship with God, that we may be brave and find new and creative ways to serve God and serve each other, seeking justice, loving kindness, until the end of our life on this earth. Amen.